Welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's first Thursday travel to Larry County show with the Sequoia Tourism Council. So Tulare County is located in Central California, and it is home to Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Parks, the giant Sequoia National Forest, and the giant, excuse me, the Sequoia National Forest and the giant Sequoia National Monument. Basically, there's a lot of big trees to experience, a lot of nature, and uh, really all these amazing communities to visit. A lot of them are agricultural communities, art communities, basically you need to go. And winter, I know a lot of people think Sequoias and you know Kings Canyon, that's the time to go uh, during summer. But winter, and Nancy and I have done this, uh, is really magical too, especially if you want to get some holiday shopping done, have really good food while you're doing it, and also have the quiet of the parks. It's quieter at that point, and if it snows, it's magical. So check out discoverthesequoias.com. Today we are talking about winter and holiday events and all the good stuff of winter in the Sequoias in Tulare County. We have three special guests joining us. We have Donette Silva-Carter, who is the CEO and president of Tulare Chamber of Commerce, joining us. She Go to her website, tularechamber.org. Welcome back, Donette. How are you? I am fantastic. It's great to be back and to chat about all things Tulare County. Hope you're yeah. doing Lisa. Oh, doing good, doing good. I, I think we're feeling a little homesick, you know, for the West. You know, every time we do these shows, That's we're true. feeling like we need to get back and hang out in some snow, some big tree lands. And I just, you know, remember our time. Uh, we actually spent New Year's uh, in the Sequoias. I remember New Year's Eve, like it was the sun was setting and having a really beautiful bottle of wine up in the forest. And uh, just, I don't know, I think people forget that this is a really good time of year to visit. It's quieter. Um, you can enjoy nature, but also get a lot of shopping done, which Donette, I know you like. I know we'll have to talk shopping today, but yeah, I enjoy the nature part too, but uh, definitely the shopping part. I just feel like this is such a wonderful region to live in because there's so much that is offered um, for those of us who live here, but importantly to our guests that come and spend some time here. Well, you know, you just came back from Maui. So coming back yes. home to Tulare County and you're saying that you're like, yep, this is still the place to be. You know what? It really is. It's it's home. I mean, I enjoy my oceans and I enjoy traveling as well, but we certainly enjoy welcoming people, you know, who are visiting our area. You know, we all choose to live in this area for the various amenities that it offers to us. Um, and of course, work too. I love what I do, yeah. need to do, um, but definitely uh, it's a great area to be a part of. Awesome. And we've also got Suzanne Bianco here from Visit Visalia. Visalia is the county seat of Tulare County. You would think Tulare was, but I think it was way back in history, but we won't tell anybody about that. But somehow Visalia is like this big city. It's beautiful, lovely historic downtown. In fact, everywhere we're talking about Dinuba, uh, Porterville, Visalia, Tulare, everybody has an amazing downtown except for Tulare, uh, not Tulare, Three Rivers, 
which doesn't have a real historic downtown district. They happen to run around on a river. So that that's a little different. So that's just a beautiful destination on your way into the park. But welcome back, Suzanne. How are you? I'm great. It's so wonderful to be here and to be talking about um, what's coming up in the winter. It's one of my favorite times of year, especially up in the national parks with the snow against the cinnamon colored trees. And it's really, like you said, really a magical, magical time. It is, you know, and it's like, ah, I just want people to know you can get up there and you may have to put chains on your car, right? That's about it. Well, the nice part is that we can live down here where there is no snow and the weather's more temperate and then drive up to the snow and leave it at the end of the day. <laughs> so for those right. that live <laughs> in snow every day uh, and have to battle that, um, we have the best of both worlds right here. Listen, right now I'm recording this from Madison, Wisconsin, and a couple years ago spent uh, snow season here and really learned what shoveling snow and what non-California snow is about. It's a whole different deal, I'm just saying. So like Madison, everybody in Wisconsin, you need to go to California. <laughs> I'm just saying the snow up in the mountains and in the Sequoias is beautiful. And like you're saying, you, I mean, people can stay in hotels down off, you know, off the hill, basically, right? And travel up. I know Tulare, you have a ton of hotels. Visalia has a ton of hotels. Um, it's really an easy way you can get up there you can do it you can do it and have a good time and yeah like you're saying the cinnamon of the sequoia trees like it's just and then the snow around it it's beautiful yeah there's nothing more magical than taking a snowshoe walk and you know it's so silent and you're you know clomping through the walk through the snow and it's just really amazing just really a beautiful time I haven't done the snowshoe yet. That's something that Nancy and I have on our bucket list. So yeah. we're going to have to circle round back around for another winter in your yeah. area. But I also <laughs> want to bring back Heath Jones. Heath is uh, from the Dinuba Chamber of Commerce. And you can go to Dinuba, is it .com or .org? .com. Get, .com, right? So she's the CEO president of Dinuba Chamber. And welcome back. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me. So how are things going in Dinuba? Do you guys get to see this? What's it like in winter? I don't think we went there in winter, but do you get to see like the snow in the in the mountains and everything? So what's really cool about where we all live and I'm from the East Coast, so I could see you know the, the snow, snow. <laughs> dreadfully up close. <laughs> but from here, it could be like even in late, late spring, it could be warm outside and we could be wearing shorts and you can see snow from our windows, which is pretty cool. So, um, so yeah, we do get to see the the snow-capped mountains from where we are, and we do have uh, the the benefit of enjoying some cooler days, which I think we all love. Um, and we were just talking; we had our Halloween event last night, and it was so nice to be outside. The weather was just beautiful. We like the cool, crisp weather, um, and everybody kind of comes out of out outdoors again from uh, recovery from the hot summers for sure. Yeah. It's so this is partly, I think, with the way your weather is in Tulare County, what makes you such a good agricultural region, right, Donette? That it's it's those it's gentle. It's yeah. and then you do have some freezes and then you'll see smelters going on in, in the orange groves, right? <laughs> and it's necessary too. Like the cool weather for agriculture is it's important for our farmers too the way that the seasons change. So that's always interesting to to learn more about too. Yeah, I know Sutton's um, Iris Gardens used, you know, they used to do Iris in, in Porterville, which is why the Iris Festival happens to this day, but, and, and it's a town's flower, but if you don't have that snap of cold, the Iris aren't gonna happen. Same thing as um, daffodils and 
certain plants need to have that snap of cold. So I think that's a good point. And, and you've got all the stone fruit too, right? Donna, stone fruit, nuts. Yeah, a lot of stone fruit. I mean, we do, we have just a huge variety of um, ag production here in the area. Um, actually, we just recently uh, were in conversations with our Tulare County Ag Commissioner, and we had a record 2021 for ag production, um, over $8 billion in ag production. And actually, if you take a look at our area and then two counties, uh, one to the north, one to the south, we run in the top, we are the top three um, ag production uh, areas in the world, literally. So we feed the world. We talk about that. We ship 90 commodities across the world. And when people come here as visitors, we get a lot of folks coming in saying, what kind of trees are these? Where can I go see certain kinds of crops? What's available during this season that I'm here? Uh, can I go to a dairy and see the cows and look at dairy production? So, you know, cheese. <laughs> I was gonna say, and cheese, yes, cheese processing, milk, ice cream. I mean, we oh, have yeah. all really when you take a look at that. And people enjoy seeing that. They may, you know, not come from areas that ha really has any ag production at all. So when they come up here, you know, they want to go see cows too, and they mm -hmm. want to see if they can, you know, go to a hog farm or something like that. So everybody has a lot of varying kinds of interests, which I think is super cool. And so when you come to Tulare County, it's about many amenities, some of which we probably even take for granted because we're used to living here, but other people don't. They come here and they, you know, want to know, well, hey, where do you grow the almonds? I need to see almond trees or pistachio trees, things like that. Yeah, we'll have to talk on another show. Sorry, we'll have to talk on another show about the Blossom Trail and all the amazing, beautiful blossoms that happen in like late February, early March. They're just spectacular and people come from all over favorite. to see them. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Well, actually, now is a time for people to plan, you know, to do yes. that. So it's like that happens in, you know, the end of winter, early spring, start to plan mm -hmm. for that because it is magical um you know i always talk about the orange blossom but the yeah, nut trees blossoms. when they they bloom it's just like wow and mm -hmm. I, not everyone gets to experience that across the country you know mm -hmm. so it's in and around the world so the one thing um i wanted to touch on you know with agriculture and everything is when we talk about holiday season and what goes at the table thanksgiving christmas uh you know what, what gifts are happening no matter what you know what you're celebrating everybody has a different holiday in the winter and i think we should celebrate every single one of them right i'm like I'm, I'm all about I, that. I i don't i i, I second you know, that. I'll, I'll i'll take in everyone's belief because i just want to <laughs> i i'll eat it all but <laughs> and i like all the food all the different culture yeah. food. i love it <laughs> i know we, we we need to celebrate instead of separating and i think that's the thing you know when you go to uh tulare county is here's this abundance of crops. And then when you go to the stores, you're getting things that are local. So when you're gifting somebody something, if they have an affinity for California or live in California, I think you, you might want to look at getting them pistachios or something. Or if they've never had California pistachios, you may want to make sure they get a taste of them. For especially people who, you know, people who have everything, you can never have enough good food that comes from the farm, I'm just saying, or wine. Just saying. So let's start on that. Let's talk about shopping because, uh, you know, let's start with Dinubo shopping. You've got like a little downtown historic district, 
We do. So do you have shops that have things that are locally, you know, crafted or local like foods that people can look for? Um, as far as local foods, we do have a local um, olive oil um, place in Dinuba. And then we have a local coffee shop um, and they sell like gift baskets. Um, as far as like locally, we don't have like a local winery. Um, I wish that we did like that would be I keep trying for that. Cause yeah, because you know how to grow that. grapes in Dinuba. Yeah, it would be it would be great. So I feel like it would be successful for our downtown um, and those things. But one of the things that that I've always found really successful is for people that are from your area um, and have moved away to make them like taste of home baskets, just mm -hmm. like fill it with things that remind them of their favorite places in from where they've come from. And you can buy like uh, like even ranch dressing from certain places. It's amazing how 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 sentimental we can be about certain things that we we grew up in and loved. Um, and then put it into these baskets. So it's something that we enjoy doing for people. And I also believe like for veterans or, you know, those who are serving and are out of this country to make baskets uh, from their hometown is so cool. I mean, in Porterville, go to Porterville and get Plano jerky, Stafford's oh, chocolates. I got to, I got to represent Porterville on the food. That's Grimsby okay. Rivers, go to Rymer's. Those are my favorites. Rhymers, I remember getting stolen bread, right? You know, it's like I, you, get, you stop for ice cream, but they've got stolen and they've got a Christmas shop. And so um, there, there's just certain things that you, you won't find anywhere else. And that's the importance of this show is to really talk about these places, these small businesses, these mom and pop shops that uh, really we need to support more than ever, right? As these big entities come into the world which we need we all want the amazons because we all want that easy delivery and exactly what we want but at the same time let's balance this out right <laughs> so, and it's fun and that's part of the travel is to go shopping so donette you guys have like shopping down in Tulare. You know what we do? We have that combination of the local boutique shopping, as well as a lot of brands because we have a wonderful outlet center, which has local based restaurants though, which is a nice coupling with all of and the, the shopping. movie theater. So you yes, can take a break. Yeah, we have oh, a luxury movie theater and they just, they already had fabulous reclining chairs and they just upgraded again and um wow. so we were there taking a look at that we have a youth ambassador program so they did a business tour and yeah they have everything over there at that theater and all of that's co-located you know the outlets the theater and some wonderful restaurants that are there in that area and then throughout the community we have the different pockets of shops so you're going to find um boutique shops you're going to find some that are a part of salons that we have here in the community so just a great opportunity to get out to do your shopping local of course um all of us in chambers we speak to local shopping first uh, before you go out of town and we just kicked off um small shopping season you know with this um month of november so we encourage people to shop local and um, shop small and shop large, shop whatever, just go shopping. shopping. Say Spend is, those dollars. Yeah, go <laughs> shop. And when you go into communities, 
shop those businesses. I mean, I love that when um, I go and visit other communities, I love to go explore and I do a lot of shopping. You mentioned we were in Maui and um, of course that's fairly commercialized, but on a small basis with a lot of the local shops and just, it was fun for me to explore and have a good time and to see how people present their businesses and what visitor centers look like too. I, I go and do that and take a look at galleries and, and then, you know, we come back and, you know, we look at what our own community has to offer and there's just so much to do here. And, you know, there's art, so you can, you know, check out galleries, you can check out the museums we have in our various communities, uh, a lot to do here, but yes, shopping, restaurants, fun and entertainment, always number one, of course. Donna, is the new Wolf Lodge, the Great Wolf Lodge, is that going in Tulare? No, it's actually in, it's going to have a Visalia address and it is going to be in Tulare County property. So in count in a county area. And we are looking forward to that coming. I know Anna is probably on it with, you know, what that's going to bring with all of the jobs to our area, all of the rooms that they'll have there and such a wonderful place for family experiences. So that's just another um, very significant amenity coming to the area. And of course we have Eagle Mountain Casino with a brand new casino uh, that will be opening and convention services. And um, just a little bit down the road, they're also gonna have a uh, full service hotel. So lots to do within our region of Tulare County and the Sequoias. Yeah, especially yeah. like related to like staycation, like winter, winter things mm -hmm. to do. I think that those are just great, great additives to our area. Yeah. And, and people coming in, I mean, there's so much to do. If you've, you're not from there, I, I actually encourage people to get gift certificates too to these places because it's like, here, here's a gift. You know, you want to come over and see our area. Here's some gift certificates to get you started. You know, mm -hmm. here's 20 bucks for the penny machines. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's <laughs> hey, it, it is fun. And you know, one of the things you were talking a little bit too about is our, you know, the locally, the local offerings and the local products that are produced mm -hmm. here along the foods line. So I really feel like we have a great variety in all of our communities. And usually in each community, you're going to find a store that really focuses in on the local offerings. I mean, for us here in Tulare, it's gonna be Rosa Brothers Milk Company, which has a great farm to table story of, you know, having the dairy, processing the milk, um, you know, selling milk the old fashioned way in the glass bottles and also creating their own ice cream line. But in their store, they feature products from throughout the region. So, you know, local, locally made uh, Portuguese sweetbreads, they have the Stafford chocolates from Porterville here in this store. They have um, Armstrong olives. They have honeys that they feature. You're making me really hungry. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Butters from Land Lake. So all kinds and cheeses. I mean, just all kinds of products that are local. And I know these kinds of venues, everyone probably varies a little bit, but in our various communities, you can go in and you can find uh, the local products. And, and that's a way that you truly get to experience that community that you're visiting. I love it. And Suzanne, I remember in Visalia going over to Naturally Nuts. Uh, I think it was John that went there. We went there and he 
you know, even he showed Priscilla our sock monkey all how to make nut butter and showed her different, like this is this nut, this comes from here. We had a whole education. Uh, so that's one of those kind of stores, right? That you can Yeah, go absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, when you have, a, his family's been growing um, nuts in the Central Valley for a hundred years or so. And so he's a very down to earth person who, you know, really understands this region, um, you know, water and growing and, and the products that come out of this, out of this region. So if he's in the shop, when you stop by, he's a wealth of knowledge and loves to talk about, you know, um, what agriculture is to not only Tulare County, but to Central Valley in, in general. So mm. it's a great shop. So the other thing I know the downtown district, that's like, you know, you could get all kinds of art. I mean, it's like, a. I, I love your downtown because it's still like a living and working space too. And there's you know, it has a little in yeah. history too. Yeah, I agree with that. It's um, sort of um, small town charm, but, you know, also some big city amenities, as Donna was mentioning, some of the restaurants and, and shopping that we have are, you know, really can appeal to a, a broad group of people, um, you know, and, and coming up in the holidays, it's such a nice, um, fun place to, to spend the holidays because it has such a, um, a feeling of um, maybe... I'm, I, I can't put my finger on it, but like, you know, sort of, sort of a holiday of the past. It's so it has that, um, you know, charming. Yeah, like um, it's a wonderful life kind of. Yeah, kind of a wonderful life. life. I was yeah, because they've got twinkly Hallmark lights movie. <laughs> exactly. You've got the Fox Theater and then the twinkly light, like downtown. Even when we were there last spring, was it last spring? Yeah, it was. I think and but it was it wasn't winter, but it was still like this magical walk down the street with all the lights and it wasn't like this New York City lights, but it was that balance of you can take a stroll and feel like you're in a downtown, but there yeah. was more than a block there was like a lot to still see and people do sh things in their shop windows that we kind of miss these days. Yeah, you don't We're see kind of shop excited. windows they're, anymore, you know, yeah, they're making a lot of upgrades in downtown as well they're um, replacing doing a big project updating some lighting and um, so just in time for the holidays they'll have the trees. Um, are strung with lights. They'll have some new um, lighting along Main Street, repaving, a whole new project that they're doing just in time for the holidays. And so, you know, if people are thinking about um, wanting to spend some quality time with their family and have that kind of experience that they remember from their childhood, this is the time of year to come do that. You know, there's a wine walk that's taking place here in downtown. And I know that's something that you'd love to come to, Lisa. It's, a, you know, strolling the streets of downtown and you stop and get a, you know, a little sip of wine from each of the places along the route um you have christmas carolers and um you know just really has such a fun time and that sort of leads into their christmas at the plaza which is a christmas market um you know of course photos with santa um lots of festive eats and drinks train ride for the kids so during a the daytime, it's sort of a, a very family-friendly festival. And then um, that in the evening, it sort of segues into a um, holiday brew fest. So uh, an adults-only kind of um, brew time. tasting. So yeah, so it's a really going to be a fun um, holiday. And that's on December the 10th, Saturday. And on December 11th, if people want, they could head up into the National Park up to Kings Canyon for the Trek to the Trees. The annual um, event is a 
an event that um, venerates the General Grant Tree, which is a um, living shrine to the men and women of the armed services. Um, but they do a, it is also known as the nation's Christmas tree. So the National Park Service is a beautiful ceremony laying a giant wreath at the base of the tree. There are local caregivers dressed in, in costume. So what a fun weekend that would be, you know, start with the wine festival, spend the day on Saturday doing the, um, you know, the Christmas at the plaza and then Sunday heading up to the national parks and, and, um, enjoying this whole, um, wreath laying and, and festive event around the that's, general grant tree. Huge. So huge deal because it's the only living uh, shrine that we have in the country yeah exactly uh, so it's it's a very unique thing to be able to do and and to experience and well and, and that's one of the parts that are open even if you get a lot of snowfall right the general grant exactly. is one of the ones that you can get to mm -hmm. well and it's fee uh the entrance entrance I can't say that. The entrance fee is waived. You on, went to the um, wine walk. <laughs> exactly. Um, is uh, Entrance is waived on Veterans Day, November 11th. So if you have a veteran that you'd like to honor, what a great day to go mm. up and, and just see the General Grant Tree because it is a living shrine, as you said, to the men and women of the armed services. So, um, you know, that's fantastic. It's also a fee-free entry day on the Trek to the Trees Day, the um, December the 11th date. So a couple of times where people can, um, you know, enter the park for free and and just explore the amazing um you know natural wonders that we have right here in our backyard isn't it also fee free on uh martin luther king day yeah that'll be d d january 16th i think okay so in yeah. 2023 mm -hmm. to, to mark that on your notes yeah yeah that's that's a again it's just so beautiful up in the far you can go to the forest too the forest has uh activities so mm -hmm. i love this it's a good balance for people we can go out there you know burn off some energy and then you know pig out in the towns and go shopping yeah exactly <laughs> that's like a good balance of a destination well it's nice me. that the national park service offers these free, free days throughout the year mm -hmm. you know depending on the park you know five to eight fee free days mm -hmm. um, i don't know that disneyland has any fee free days does anybody know that that exists <laughs> i don't so. think so yeah no but it is it is you know and and so cost effective for families to go mm -hmm. up especially when it's these fee free days you know yeah. i do want to say a park pass is a good idea for a holiday gift is a park pass excellent um, idea yeah really especially if you buy it locally uh then that money actually goes into that specific park so mm -hmm. um and the other thing sequoia uh, parks conservancy i want to give them a shout out as a shopping destination for folks that are avid lovers of the of sequoia and kings canyon national park they have gifts and then they have all those you know amazing programs they really do have cool yeah. programs the snowshoe walk in the snow as i was telling you earlier they lead those um they lead um tours i guess uh teaching people how to snowshoe and so you can snowshoe amongst the giant sequoia tree that's a, a an experience that is a once in a lifetime amazing experience and would be a great christmas present could could you do that and a wine walk at the same time <laughs> you might you might have to sober up in between but yeah <laughs> I just want to just fall over those shoes. I know, Heath, I know you're shaking your head, but like, you know, that's what we're thinking. You could do a couple steps, see how it I happens. Mean, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> it just sounds like fun to me. It's like, here, like stop at the tree and say, hi, big tree, give me some wine. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But our tree, I, I, you know, those trees are, uh, you know, this is, you know, Sequoia Kings Canyon and then part of Yosemite is really the only places we get to see them now in, in you know, uh, in California, in this country. So it's um, just such a unique thing to do. But I love that all the towns, you know, this his history, uh, go to the museums, too, while you're there. 
you know, that's the thing too. In, in your towns, you each have amazing museums to, to visit and experience while in between shopping, because you need a break. You need to have wine and food breaks, you know, a little museum history. So you get to know more about the area that you're walking through, you know, and majority of parking is free from what I remember. That's a big deal. Yeah. And the other thing is too, if you download the app before you get to the forest where we sometimes have service issues, you have everything right there in the app like, and you can just go through all the maps and everything right there. And, and then in addition to that, the general Sherman tree has handicap accessible access right there at the foot of it. So even if you've mobility mm -hmm. issues, it's very easy to get to extremely easy to get to. And, and the boardwalk too. I mean, that boardwalk, yeah. you know, around round meadow is so easy. Yeah. There is that whole new app for the park service that everyone can just download on their phone. It is really cool to have because trust me, you can get lost. <laughs> well, I mean, just I don't know how I know. You get there and you're like, I want to do something new. And, and mm -hmm. it's nice to be able to pull that up and have that in front of you. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of accessibility, the park does have an accessibility guide um, and they have a really great video series that talks that has um, um, that shows people with varying disabilities how they can explore the parks. And so you know, really making that move to um, let, you know, everyone know that the park is suitable for everyone. So mm -hmm. regardless of any sort of, um, you know, limitation you might have, the park can can welcome you with lots of um, these great video series to let you know what to expect. That's so, so important. One mm -hmm. of the things when we started our tour, uh, obviously at the beginning was starting on just national park units, but now we do everything. But one of the things we encountered where a lot of people thinking you had to be like an athlete to go into national parks and be a backpacker and I'm like no like seriously I'm not an athlete I can do the round meadow walk and it's like what a mile and a half around to see the big trees you can see America's icons really you can um in in all of these parks have something that is accessible even state parks state forests national forests I mean so many parks really work at doing that uh, your area does a great job of that but before we go, I do have to ask each of you, let's look at events, holiday events. What gets you into the season into Larry County? If there's a specific event, specific destination, is there a specific food place? Like, you know, if you've got family coming for the holidays, <laughs> what are you doing? I know, Don. Tell me we don't have to pick one. <laughs> I know, that's why right. I'm cooking. Rolly and I is going, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, you've got Portuguese, you got all that Portuguese yeah. food. What would be like a Christmas Portuguese food? like? there's all kinds of great um, treats and, and one which is like a very basic and I noticed the Portuguese bakery was just advertising that they have chestnuts so the roasted chestnuts we call them oh, wow. in Portuguese and um, so I haven't had a chance to get over there but I have to go pick up something we actually have a sister city in Angra Terceira and this week we will welcome the mayor and the vice mayor here so we've are putting a treat basket so that they have our local flavors plus can take a look at what we have an offer that's locally made to celebrate that culture so mm -hmm. uh, lots of wonderful things and so for me i think it's getting into also the events and activities i love to go to various different kinds of craft shows makers markets and uh, we have rusty roots coming up in a couple of weeks here and She's got all kinds of vendors that are going to have a lot of holiday shopping available. So those kinds of things get me into the season. I'll, you know, travel within our region because everybody has different kinds of uh, events like that. 
And then of course, um, all of the Christmas parades, you know, we have that coming up um, on December 1st in our downtown and always a lot of fun. And they have this really cool theme this year and it's called um, I Spy Santa. So they're asking the floats to put hidden Santas. So to give the kids something else and the adults to something else to look for and, you know, search out while you're watching the parade go through. So I think that's going to be fun. But um, so I think all of that, and you know, and of course there's the food and everything for the region as well, but the various different kinds of events and activities, the big, we have our Christmas tree auction that the hospital does, Festival of Trees, and another one up at St. Anthony Retreat Center in Three Rivers. And so just all of these different kinds of events definitely uh, puts you in a festive mode. Cool, cool. Suzanne, what about you? What what are you what are you gonna eat, drink, and be married with? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like Donette said, you know, our holiday season, I think really um, well, it probably starts on Thanksgiving Day when we have the um turkey trot that is a um fundraiser for the food bank here. I mean, it feels like the entire town comes out and everybody does either the 2K or a 5K or a 10K, depending on how ambitious you are. But that I'll sort of kicks her. off. Yeah, exactly. And um, that kind of <laughs> kicks off the holiday and then um, the Monday after Thanksgiving is our holiday parade down Main Street, and that's a lot of fun seeing all sorts of um, entries there. So that's a really, really fun holiday um, activity that gets me sort of in the mood. I'm excited this year. The um, Walk in the Winter Winderland is the wine walk that they're going to have. See, on, I knew, I knew, yeah. I knew. <laughs> Yeah, December the 8th. So that'll be fun this year. That's new. Um, and so that's kind of blocking the, uh, my calendar now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, you know, and, and wrapping that around the Christmas plaza, speaking of the makers markets, they'll have that there as well as you know, lots of activities for kids and um, you know, the um the holiday brew fest in the evening. So all of those sorts of things, um, you know, start planning now for that kind of time because. To me, it feels like the, the time goes by so quickly. It's sometimes it's hard to just sort of enjoy the moment and savor it unless you really just put it on your calendar and plan to, to take advantage of it. So, you know, spend a weekend and, and just really focus on spending time with family and friends. That's that's what's important to me. I don't probably need anything underneath my Christmas tree, but I do enjoy spending time with with family and friends during the holidays. So that's what yeah. I look forward to. Now, what about on the food side? Do you have a special... Thing. I, I have a cookie that I make that I only make it at um, Christmas. And so that's always kind of a fun, a fun thing. So it's a what? chewy chocolate ginger cookie that is super, oh, super delicious. Good. Yeah. So <laughs> I look Ooh. forward to that. <laughs> See, now Nancy does rum balls. Yeah. And we don't have to turn anything on for that, but we do have fermentation going, apparently, or some kind of something. <laughs> I All I know is the rum does something to those little balls of, you know, chocolate and wafers and goodness. It's, you know, but that's the thing is traditions and we can make new traditions too when we travel by going to specific places. So Heath, what, what is it for you? Hmm, I really like this time of year. It's my favorite time of year. Um, so I think that, you know, I love the downtown um, parade that we do at Christmas. We do it in the evening after dark. Um, so it's an electric parade. Um, and just seeing the creativity of, of what everybody does is super fun. And that is December 3rd. And then the next week, we're doing a um, Grinch Day of Sharing. And that's a toy drive and pancake breakfast. Wow. And 
So we raise, um, we raise money for toys and then we also take toy donations and those are delivered to our local school. So we kind of partner with the school system to do that. And I, I think that's a great event. It's a lot of fun. My husband um, is best friends with the Grinch and, and so he's built some <laughs> to make that happen for us. Um, and my son has a good time doing it. So it's kind of like a family, family togetherness that, that we all kind of love. Um, and then, then we're also doing a, um, a friends giving just within our chamber leadership and our ambassadors so that we're getting together and actually just kind of, you know, taking some downtime, taking that respite that we need from serving, um, which I think is important. And then, um, as far as food, I love eggnog and we have so many great dairies locally. Like I'm just, I'm here for like the local eggnog it's probably it's just mind-blowing how different it is here than anywhere else so wow it's my favorite thing I didn't think of that that's that's cool but I love what you're saying about the downtime because I think that's something important for all of us in in business to remember like our colleagues our, our partners our friends to just you know take that time out even if it's just an hour it makes a difference you yeah. know yeah really and we does. get so caught up in serving sometimes I forget that I think that we forget to take that time to, you know, rebuild relationships, build on our communication skills and just take some time to enjoy each other's company. Mm, good point. And this is what I think, uh, you know, businesses look at retreats, you know, small retreats. And uh, we'll be talking about that soon, but I'm just saying start planning now. And this sounds like a good place. And maybe it should start with a cup of eggnog and go get some cookies from Suzanne, go to Rosa Brothers from ice cream. I mean, this is sounding good. And we can go to Stafford's. I'm sorry. I just got to talk about the gooey bar. I always, I yeah. want an gooey bar. I was looking at photos of it the other day. Um, we've got a nice feature about Tulare, Taste of Tulare up on uh, in Eat, Drink, Be Merry magazine. And while we we're putting stuff together, I was like, you know, this is dangerous. There's so much good food. Like we could do a whole magazine just of amazing food of Tulare. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, it's it's good. Well, thank you all for joining us. Again, everyone, Discover the Sequoias is the website. So discoverthesequoias.com. Uh, learn more about Dinuba. Go to dinubachamber.com. Visit visalia.com. And also go to tularychamber.org. And we're here every first Thursday talking about Tulare County and the Sequoias, uh, California Sequoia country. And you can keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. Thank you all and happy holidays. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>